I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. And this is two guys enduring quarantine talking about <laughs> fantasy movies. <laughs> How are you doing, Lars? I am still doing okay. Everybody is relatively happy and pretty healthy in my neck of the woods. You know, we're we're hanging in there like everybody else, right? I mean, there's uh, there's good days, there's not so good days, there's incredible days, and then there's days where. You wonder, you know, are you doing a disservice to your kids or you're not, you know, doing yeah. everything you can for them. I get over those pretty quick just because I realize all they need right now is a friendly face and someone to hug them and to make them feel safe. So it really, really hasn't been too, too bad. Um, how about you? Um, it's been ups and downs because... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. We've been going on a lot more walks. We've been doing... We've been trying to stay active and all that something i've noticed i don't know if you've noticed this but something i've noticed in the the whole wasteland that is you know 2020 is if you're out everyone right now sounds like a spy because everyone's got a bluetooth headset in and they're talking about viruses and quarantines (laughs) and rollback dates right yeah (laughs) a spy or like heavy deep state (laughs) <laughs> like you know the re- re- release the kraken like some sort of like exactly. code words yeah and that's that's what this is this is is just i can't i can't keep up anymore i'm tired i'm so so tired all the goddamn time yeah that's 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 the the big one is that i'm just always exhausted yeah and it doesn't help when you know our our podcast is to find fantasy movies and there's an endless amount of them to watch, and then we choose to watch some not great, great ones. Yeah. So, and and you know, and some of them are so you know they're so bad they're good, and then there's also so bad they're just bad. I yeah. want the coronavirus now, <laughs> and, and and I feel like we reach some of those. Yep. So. Um, Let's start. Let's start with. with we're, we've been on a down note. Yeah. Let's start with some joy. What was the best one that we watched? I would say that was probably Onward. I I would agree. So Onward, the probably the most the newest film on the list, easily. Yeah, came out yeah. Came, came out within the last month. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, was intent was intended for theatrical release, and obviously. There's no theaters to release them into. So I, I miss going to movies. I miss going to theaters. Eh, <clears throat> I can take it or leave it now. I've got to use it. <laughs> um, but no, I uh, yeah. So this was intended for a theatrical release. It's a big Pixar movie. Um, it's Tom Holland and Chris Holland Pratt. and Chris Pratt. So some MCU folks now in a Disney Pixar movie. The inter, you know entertainment is imploding into itself, and now everybody will be in everything. It's the Patton um, Oswalt speech from Rex right. and Rec. Yeah. Um, so Lucas, what? Yeah. What, what was the, What's the plot first and foremost? It is a coming of age story in a world that in a magical world that took a shortcut and got technology, and hundreds of thousands of years ago. They started inventing things because magic was hard, and so magic still exists, and it's a fantasy world. It just happens to have, it happens to be the real world as well. And so it follows two elves on their mystic quest because their dad died before they were, when they were very young, and their dad died, and he. Oh, uh, Chris Pratt 
character remembers his dad. Yes, he was like four or something like that. Yeah, the the little that Tom Holland does not right not remember it. Um, and it was about them. They they get the ability to meet their dad for one day and talk to him, and because his dad has a wizard staff. His dad was yeah. His dad started going into magic when he was as he was dying because he had a, a chronic wasting chronic chronic television wasting disease. Right. It's about their journey to meet their father, basically, and it was okay. Like I enjoyed it. I, I yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think part of the problem with it is that this was a Pixar movie that Lunch. was okay, and if this had been a a DreamWorks animated movie, we would be losing our minds. Well, yeah, yeah. How much how much longer can the Pixar Blust, you know, br- yeah. like the the glow of them start to just. I mean, and again, this was this was an entertaining movie. I had a good time watching it. It, it was not my favorite Pixar movie, but also a lot of that's nostalgia and rewatch. I've only watched this once. Yeah. I want to watch it again. Um, but to your point, you know, if this is a Illumination movie, this blows all the Despicable Me's out of the water. And the first Without- Despicable Me's good. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, the minion, the first Minions movie, pretty cute. Um, but, you know, it's it just, I think it suffers from the weight of this is Pixar. Yes. And I think Disney probably went through the same sort of thing, Disney in general, right? I mean, they, you know, every year they make a Cinderella and they make a Pinocchio and they make a Robin Hood. And then there's the Black Cauldron. Which, and then there's, yeah. which is, and then there's like the Great Mouse Detective, which in hindsight, I love. But yeah, it's not. It's the, there's a there's a whole thing called the like it's called the Disney Renaissance and it starts with Beauty and the Beast and then they actually well, Little Mer, Little Mermaid yeah but, yeah yeah, 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 Mermaid, yeah and yeah. they regain their they recapture their mojo their almost mojo a bit. and then they they go through well I mean it's the whole Saturday Night Live thing where yeah Saturday Night Live they get a couple of great uh, comedians who push the envelope and it's this brilliant biting commentary for a given value. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then it becomes stayed, and everyone's like, "Oh God, Saturday Night Live sucks." And then they get new blood back in, and, and Saturday Night Live's good again. Mm-hmm. And then it sucks, and it's good. Yeah. So th- this is—I—I I don't want that to sound like though that this sucks because it does not. I—I write. I, I might. I'm, am I right in saying that this is not? This no, is not a crappy movie. No, it's good. I mean, I think it does rely a little bit too much on the cheap emotional, and not to say cheap—that's not the right word—but. It was almost easy. Easy. That's the way. The, the the easy emotional beat of everyone's unresolved issues with their parents. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you're right. Because, I mean, it turns out that the, the younger son who never knew the father. And, like, you know, the older son is like, yeah, we're going to get you to meet dad. Like, and he's kind of a screw up, you know, and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And it turns out all along, the little kid never needed a father. Yeah, because he had his, his, he, had his, he, he had his big brother and his mom. But he had his big brother and the big brother was the one that was supportive and caring. So at the end of it all, he tells his brother, no, you need to go make peace with dad. Yeah, you, you, you need to be the one to go say Because when he was dying, he didn't get to, get to say, he didn't say goodbye because he, was he, wasn't scared. His, he was scared and it wasn't his dad anymore. And it, that was the two best moments of that whole movie. I feel like are Tom Holland looking through the crack in the wall, looking at his brother saying goodbye to his dad. And you don't I lost it. God, I cried so hard. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't hear what they say. 
you don't that need to. choice right there was the best part of that i think yeah you don't need that's the, that's that's theirs you don't yeah. you don't need that you don't need to know that and then at the for me like the the heart the worst like heart wrenching one is he's got that he's got a recording of his of his dad talking and it's yeah. half a conversation and he's talking to it and it's like oh that was that's really bad and it's yeah and no it's okay and, and the whole movie it's it's good like it's really solid there's a lot of really solid bits to it there's there's a lot of neat fantasy elements woven in yeah. And a lot of psychics uh, like, as Pixar has, but oh yeah, but like his the Chris Pratt's van, it looks like this awesome metalcore, you know, like yeah. the, this this you know Dungeons and Dragons fantasy spray paint on it, and um, that was something I actually really liked that the 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 dumb jock for a better term better term was one the nerd and two the really socially conscious activist. Like he he's continually getting arrested for protesting stuff. Yeah, like he he wants magic. He he really wants magic. Yeah, he is not a magical person, but he he believes in it. It happens that his brother is the one that has the magic in the family. Yeah, and the and the mom. The mom seems to have have it too. Yeah, it was just it it was missing the spark. shame that uh, missing a little bit of a spark. I think I honestly like this more. To be honest, I like this more than Brave. If I'm really going to be honest. And a lot of it, I think we talked about this when when we watched Aladdin, that when you and I watched Aladdin, we just couldn't stop rolling our eyes. Yeah. When I watched Aladdin with my kids, Mm -hmm. it was very different. And watching this, I think there's some of the toys, some of the, the Pixar movies you can watch without children. So like Inside Out, that's an adult movie with kids in it. Up. Up. It, yes. Uh, no, absolutely. Up. Um, Wally. Like, you know, there 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 are lots of movies like that. Like the I mean, hell, Incredibles, you know, there, there's yeah. you know, you can go through all of them that they're yes, it's about kids and it's aimed at children, but they're really adult movies and they're they're dealing in adult themes. Yeah. And that's I think that's um, the, the whole part of the animation renaissance that we that has been going on for a while. The people who grew up watching cartoons are making cartoons that are better, and it's the, right. There's they're now seen more legitimately, and I appreciate. That. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The but the problem then is um, not a problem, but like a movie like this one, watching it with my kids made it better. Yeah. I can see that. I, I, I like they they were laughing and that made me laugh more. Like the groaner jokes, so like the ones that are like totally kitty. Like when they laughed, I kind of chuckled too. So I just I kind of fed off that. I think so that probably colored some of my yeah feeling about it just because they really liked it so much. So that meant that I I liked it too. Well, that, 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 that makes any sense. No, it does. Like, like I can remember. Well, it's making me think of two times I was in the theater and the second live action transformers movie which was pretty terrible there's a moment of like the optimus prime dying in it and yeah. all the kids in there are like gasping and starting to sob a little bit i'm like they don't know that this is what prime does is die and come he, back he just he just dies <laughs> they didn't see the schindler's list that was the original transformers <laughs> cartoon movie <laughs> um and so it's the uh and that they're like that brought a little bit more weight to that was that there were kids around and then the most recent star wars movie the only thing that the only enjoyable part of that movie for me was the kids in the audience enjoying it 
Yeah, because that it was like when you first saw Star Wars, so they were that they were getting that same feeling. And I, and I spent and I once I started feeding off of that as much as I didn't like it, and that's what I'm going to say about it right now. Yeah, I held in all of the things that I was tr- I was trying not to say because I didn't want to take that from them because I knew that they were enjoying it and that's something more that was more important. Yeah, they they needed to enjoy a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So yeah, I think. It, I mean, it's on Disney Plus. They they released it early on there. You got Disney Plus, which who doesn't at this point? Um, <laughs> it's go the cheapest of the streaming services and cheapest of the streaming services and it has probably the most as and the new Ducktales so is good. wonderful. It's so yeah we watch that all the time. <laughs> we're, 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 um, we're going through it now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Go check it out. It was the best one that we watched this week. I it was a highly enjoyable movie. And I just yeah the only thing I just don't know what the what's missing and i can't place it and that's the weird thing about it yeah no yeah there, there's there's something there that like you know the, i don't know if it was the mom mom's trying to find the boys to stop a curse because she she knows that there's a curse they're walking into a trap basically yeah but i guess we just we you know what it is what we don't get the up prologue we don't get to see them as a family to really see like see it. Yep. We only we're only told how great the dad is or how much you know through like the mom talking to the son. Mm-hmm. We don't get to experience how great he is. I think that's that, what it is. That might be part of it. Yeah. Like if we, if we had a little, not even that that long, doesn't have to ape up, but like a just a scene, like a home, like, like a home video, like a home video, or yeah, it could be even be the home video of like bringing the the second son home, yeah. right? You know, that, if you get that moment of, like, that, you know, the dad, you see how great he is, then I, I think that kind of, that would give it a little bit more oomph. Yeah. But it was good. Like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it like some things we've watched. I didn't hate it. Oh, like, God, no. No. No, absolutely not. No, this was fine. Um, I hated a movie we watched this week. Probably the second best movie that we watched. And that's a huge drop down. Oh, yeah, that's a tumble. <laughs> Take a tumble down. Yeah, I mean, it's second only in name, really. This is not, you know, you, you wouldn't be proud to stand on the podium <laughs> on second place with this one. No, this is uh, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, I saw this in theaters. I yeah, I did, I, didn't see it. <laughs> I, I did too. I, I did too. I did too because I, I like Alan Moore. He has interesting stories. And this was an interesting comic book. It wasn't his best comic book, I don't think, but it was interesting. It's a neat idea, and it was woefully. This is another one of those, woefully executed. One of those Avatar things of you took a, an interesting idea and you ruined it so we couldn't get a better version. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so the the idea behind League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is Sean Connery. And like, is this his last stone roll? Was he just like, "Fuck this, I'm out"? Uh, I think. He, did a, he did an absolutely atrocious animated movie uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, okay, but past that, I okay. couldn't tell you. Yeah, so he plays Alan Quartermain, the famous British explorer and hunter of the Dark Continent, and he's tasked to stop a madman who is going to incite a world war this is like at the turn of the 1900s yeah and to help him he gets um dorian gray and he gets the invisible man 
and he gets Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and he gets Mina Harker, wife of Jonathan Harker from Dracula, and Captain, uh, Captain Nemo. Nemo and the Nautilus. And so it's all of these like Victorian era literary heroes. And they're all called together to go stop a madman. That in and of itself is a neat idea. That's almost like a it's an MCU of Victorian era heroes. There's a there's a a, a universe. This whole that whole concept is actually like another multiple people have done that concept, and it's called the Wold Newton universe. Mm. And it was a writer. Okay. There were two writers, Wold and Newton, I think, and they created this whole concept where all the literary characters they exist in the same universe because they don't explicitly say they don't yeah yeah you never you never hear hg wells not talk about um dr jekyll in the invisible man so clearly he's in there and you and you don't know that captain nemo isn't hunting down ships alongside herman melville right because spoilers ishmael shows up right and Tom Sawyer, Bluff. who was brought in solely to make the mo- the movie more palatable to American audiences, right? Because who who likes to read those those European things? Eat your food, guys. My my thought is, if they were going to do that, why didn't they make him Huck Finn? Because Huck Finn is significantly more competent in the books. He is, but doesn't Tom Sawyer have adventures in Europe? Maybe I, it's been for no. no there's there, there's a there's a book. Well, and of course, Tom Sawyer is like he's like the Hobbit, and Huck Finn is like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, like that's the kind of like the equ- equatable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. things because Huck Finn um, is the, yeah, Huck Finn's the the this, this the literary standard, and the other's a, ki- a kids book, so to speak. But yeah, Tom Sawyer <laughs> abroad, he goes abroad, and then he becomes a detective. Oh well, that makes more sense. But, it travels uh, to Africa on a futuristic hot air balloon. It's like a, it's a parody of adventure stories like those of Joel's Fern. Okay. Fine. He's not in the comic book, but fine. This was Van Helsing done badly. I will forever stand Van Helsing. But I know. But yeah, this was, this was, and it was the same director. Seriously? I think Steven Summers. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think he did both because he did The Mummy. Maybe I'm wrong. I was going to say, like, wow. But this was another one of those movies where, and we'll talk about it a little bit in, the, in the, the last film we'll talk about, but someone made all of these things. And it it looks okay. And it looks okay in, in a, like, this was mid-2000s, or early 2000s. No, I was wrong. Who is it? Sorry. It's okay. You did uh, Blade. Oh, drop down, man, because Blade rules. It does. Yeah. Um, but no, this was a very early 2000s movie, yep. and it's not too heavy into the CGI yet, But and everything, someone built all the guns, someone built all the sets, someone built all the... All oh, the when they're... Cr- so so it, they get to Venice. The Venice sequence is actually kind of neat. When... So the, the, they're blown, the plan to start World War One, I, I guess, yeah. or one of the World Wars, is to <clears throat> blow up Venice... And they have to like get ahead of the buildings to stop them from like they're basically dominoing, as they say in it. <laughs> right, they're, they're dominoing. So if they take out one of the buildings ahead of the dominoes, then that will prevent like that'll stop it. It's almost social like social distancing a, works. Social distancing works. It's like you know when a, a a forest fire is going, they make a burn line so that way the fire can't it yeah. stops and there's nothing else to burn. So Tom Sawyer hops in his car and 
takes off and like is crashing through stuff. There's physical things he's crashing into. There's models and uh, yeah, somebody had to build all that. And I, I'm not going in to... this in service of this. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like this is what I talked about with the Super Mario Brothers movie that th- someone built all of that, and that car is super cool looking. Yeah, someone built all that, and all the costumes look good. And there's lots of little throwaway gags that it's it's the Phantom of the Opera is doing all this. But no, it's not. It turns out that it's actually Moriarty, and it's and it, who's also possibly the guy who runs James Bond. And it's just, it's okay. It's extremely okay at its best moments. It's a lot of of actors who would go on to do nothing. The only one who yes, had, Stuart Townsend's about the only one who had a career. And I mean, well, he's he's like he's like not like if you can't get Johnny Depp. We'll get Stuart Townsend because he looks pretty much like him. He acts just like him, and um, he was the original choice for Aragorn. Oh, there's 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 like test footage and and costumes of him in in costume. How how much of a bullet was that dodge? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, like I mean, Viggo Morganson is perfect. Like, it, it, he is him. That is it. Like he he. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, just to, again, just disappointing. I mean, like Sean Connery. He's old in this, but he doesn't, you know, he punches a guy out. I could buy him punching a guy out. He's punched, you know, he's punched people out in, in real life, I think. I think that was Gene Hackman. <laughs> I think that was but still, of... like, I, but still, like, I, believable. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it doesn't have him. This isn't, this isn't him in a tank top climbing up an air shaft fighting the Borg Queen, like in First Contact. <laughs> that wasn't believable. The action that this guy does in it, I get it. He... Yeah, it was age-appropriate action, I feel like. It was a lot of, like, <laughs> him shooting things from far away. Yeah, I get that. I buy it. I just... It was trying to be too clever, like, you know, with the the twist with Dorian Gray being the bad guy that you can kind of see from a mile away, but they treated it like he couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, towards the end, I think, you know, to your point, this is right before CGI really got big, so... It was kind of sparse throughout a lot of it. The only things that were CGI were like some of the long shots of the Nautilus and the Ultra Hide Beast at the end of it. See, but then that's the thing. It was like, oh, we've got all this CGI. We got to put it all in the end for this big crazy climax. Like, uh, like, like the, the big actual, crazy climaxes aren't always great. Like the actual <laughs> Mister Hyde was a costume. Like 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 Doctor Jekyll's Ultra Cell. Like the actual Hyde is a costume and it looks great. Yeah. It's one of those things of like this is actually there's some qualifying bits to this that are actually pretty good and it's all mired in in a in a steaming pile and just yeah just a big steaming pile that just and again it was one of those that you know I, I read the first I read the, it, I read the first two collections first one's way better than the second one yeah I don't know I just um, it was interesting that they picked these characters and that Sherlock's not in the movie I wonder why not. Because Mycroft, Mycroft is the head. I thought Mycroft was the head of the league. Yeah, I think in he the is. books. Yeah. So it was interesting that he wasn't there. You know, obviously Captain Nemo was a, a smart choice, especially if you're trying to like get around anywhere. Mm-hmm. But that was interesting. And you know, what about Phineas Fogg? What about? I mean, hell, you know, why isn't there like a time machine? I, I don't know. There's just a lot of little things that like, why these characters? Why isn't Victor Frankenstein? In it? Yeah. You know, like, just, just, you know, it doesn't have to be a universal, like, it doesn't have to cram everybody in, but, I don't know, just, 
I, I felt like the the, the yeah. Invisible Man was wasted mm-hmm. in service of trying to throw you off the scent of who the bad guy was when he was an interesting character. Yeah, I don't know. It just it left me like, eh, this really could have been a heck of a lot better. And I'm and that almost makes it worse. Yeah, is that there's some movies that there's no way in hell they could have ever made this a thing that I would want to watch. This movie, they could have done some things and it would have been a heck of a lot better and that makes it worse. Yep. Absolutely. And then there's the worst. (laughs) So, oh my God. I was, honestly, from your description of it, I was expecting worse than what I got. And this, okay, so Babes with Blades. Babes with Blades on, on Amazon Prime. I'm going to let that, that title sit for a little bit. Babes with Blades. I The thing is, with a title like that, it's still nowhere near the worst movie we've watched. No, it's not. Like, so it's A to B plot, captured alien princess, has to fight in the gladiator pit, overthrows, overthrows an evil, overthrows an evil dictator. Sword fights. Uh, yeah, sword fights happen, and, and they're it's like a steampunky kind of thing. Thing, yeah. And it's it's not even okay. It's just meh. What I want to know is so some of the things I, I, I researched this. I don't know if you noticed this in the credits. The name Cecily Frey, Cecily Faye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she played the main character. Yeah, okay. She also directed the movie, wrote the movie, did all the music, did all the choreography, did um it was a she's a stunt woman, actress, dancer, singer. She's actually a really talented martial artist. Like the choreography in it is really good for this for this caliber. For this for this for this caliber, yeah, it was. And it seemed like it was a passion project for her sometimes that she wanted to make a movie. Awesome. I understand that. If given enough money, I would probably do something similar. I I would probably make a cheese ball movie with me and my friends. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> what is that like a, a like a octuple threat? Like how do you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I said that this was for a very specific audience. Yeah. And I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I thought maybe Evanescence fans. Yes. Um. I there's some production values in that that were rivaling uh the One Warrior. That's something I thought. Yep. Yep. Um. It just it seemed to ooze softcore. Even worse than Deathstalker. Yeah, it 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 really wanted to take that. Um, yeah, it, it was like it it was barely keeping it together from being a softcore porn. Yeah, and I think part of the movie's problem is it's a holdover from a lot of things. Is that there are it's shot with a digital camera and it looks like a home movie the whole time. And really glow like there's like a weird like glossy glossy filter yeah yeah and so it's a holdover from most movies still use 32 millimeter or something approximating that mm-hmm. and we're there's no motion blur because it's picking up it's it's going at a higher frame rate so it doesn't right. feel like a movie like a lot of people were complaining about the hobbit movies for looking like a British yeah. television show but i didn't that wasn't anywhere near as bad no it wasn't and technically this is a a better film rate like it just looks unnatural because we haven't had a hundred years of backs of backlog on it right it's just yeah you're, you're right it all looks like it i mean it all is filmed at night i think 
I'm pretty sure without permits. Uh, I would well, bet that this is. So I, another thing, this was shot at like a children's museum, like a children's museum in uh, in England. There's a couple of times, and like there's a foundry as well that they were they took they they got it, but it actually it listed in the credits thanks to these places for shooting, and like that's why that that big generator at the end is mm-hmm. the. Uh, has all those little, little dials. That's something that would have been like the Boston Museum of Science for if you do this thing, it oscillates differently. Oh my God. Um, quite a passion project. Yeah. And so not terrible, not terrible like costuming and not terrible martial arts and not terrible anything about it. It's just all of the pieces came together to be terrible. Yeah. I mean, the act acting's, I mean, it, it, it's almost like, what do you expect? The movie is called Babes with Blades. What do you expect? And the fact that it was that it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Then That's you what know I to, what I want to know is how much of of my of our apprehension about this is based on the title? Because that in and of itself is a conscious decision to name it that. And so if you had changed it to the Blue Flower Princess. Or, or the the flowers of Sarnia, which yeah. is actually what what the it's like the subheading is called. Yeah, I think babes. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> I'm sure that's purely a we got to get people to watch this. Mm-hmm. So late at night when they're cru- cruising through streaming after they've watched every single thing that we've made while we're here. There's that. There is. There was one. They have, they see they see babes with blades. Oh, okay, I'll watch that. There was that bit at the end with the laser wall and that's the silhouetted thing from from uh that was actually like that that was that was like competent filmmaking yeah i mean it's kill bill but it's competent filmmaking right yes but it was clearly wow you really liked that scene in kill bill part one (laughs) yep but it's red it's completely different it's completely different yeah um i you know it was fine it was not bad enough to be enjoyably bad to be if, if i'm gonna think about it lucas is that there's some bad movies that we've watched that i've told people you need to go watch this because it is just wow yeah <laughs> like I, I the one war i've told people to go watch the one warrior just just for the green rangers tattoos alone <laughs> yeah. um there are other movies that i've said you don't need to watch death stalker you could watch death stalker 2 and be perfectly fine yeah, death stalker 2 and is the, actually and, enjoyable pretty fun um <laughs> but you know, this one was bad enough where it's not going to go high on our list, but it also wasn't, like, enjoyable enough where I think I'm going to pass this one along. Yeah. No, I couldn't... I, it, that's the other... That's the death knell of it, is it's just... I feel bad because, as I said, it's competent filmmaking, and it's... And not competent filmmaking. It's competent choreography, and set... Like, the set pieces and all that, actually, like, the set dressing looks okay, and it actually... They got interesting locations, and it looks okay yeah but nothing came together to make it better and i i want to know why is that like what is it about is it is it just a is it the ed wood thing where it's this person with passion and no talent oh like ed wood loved film loved making movies and he didn't seem to have the talent to do it right but he also didn't he he was delusional enough where he didn't realize that what he was making was terrible (laughs) yeah I don't know. I I just it was uh it was it was fine as far as bad bad movies go, but yeah. yeah. Um I don't even know like 
she finally like she teams up with one of like they're, they're gladiator matches, and like all these people are like rah, it's the same people every time rah, 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 you know cheering them on, and she finally just like loses her fucking mind and like leaps over the ropes and starts slashing everybody. No one runs away. They're all just kind of like they all almost like ninja attack her. Like yeah. one at a time, run into her. Like they're running into her blades. Like why aren't you running away? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. These uh, these three movies um, are available out there. Um, Babes with Blades is on Prime. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is on Hulu. Onward is on Disney Plus. Y'all got time? Yeah, we all have. <laughs> we all have time. You should you should go. I would say you should definitely go watch Onward. Maybe have a couple scotches and then watch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yep, and then don't don't bother with. And then don't bother with Bands of Blades. Okay. So, <laughs> so where's the where they belong on our list, bud? I I think Brave is better than than Onward. I think it is because Brave it could be that it, it it's not relying on the cheap emotional beat. There is still some parental issue, but it doesn't make that as the linchpin of its movie. Right. I think. Brave feels slightly more. It it knows more of the story it wants to tell, or maybe that's not the right phrase. Onward may be slightly more ambitious, but it fails at its at, at its ambition because it's going in multiple different point. It feels pulled in different directions. Brave is a lot more singular with its focus, and I think yeah. I, Brave feels more like a like a a traditional Pixar movie and a traditional better movie. Onward feels like an idea that they didn't bake long enough. Oh. What's oh, what's underneath Brave? Uh Frozen 2 we've ranked lower is at 22, Brave is at 21. I'd put it in between. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that that, that make that I that feel I feel good about that. Okay. And then with uh I think Van Hels I definitely think Van Helsing is better than uh League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You are going to not going to hear any arguments from me. Okay. The One Warrior it's better than one warrior okay so it's gonna sit right there at 35 so now the now the difficult part the bad one <laughs> yeah i don't know because it was it was fine and all the things down at the bottom are like actually reprehensibly bad i'd say it was better than p51 dragon fighters yeah what's above that death stalker that's better than death uh, better than death stalker wizards of the lost kingdom that was nonsense. <laughs> Last Airbender. Uh, I'm going to have to... Last Airbender is be better. So Last Airbender, this, the w Wizard of Lost oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you know what that puts us at? Got, Where are we at? We have 51 movies on this list. 51 movies. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Yikes. <laughs> How many of them are like? What, where? At what point do you say, yeah, these are pretty good? I think Frozen Two is where they start getting to pretty good. So Frozen Two and above. So that. So what number is Frozen Two now? Twenty three. So twenty three. So like halfway, almost a little less than halfway. So yeah, at least half. You know, a little less than half of the movies that we've watched are good. At yeah. least that's not too bad. No, and then like the top ten are actually good. Yeah, yeah, the top ten, like, there's, there, you don't even need a qualifier. Like, those are just, those are just solid movies. Yeah. 
Lucas, where can, uh, can folks find us? They can find us on the internet. In our homes! <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone should be staying. Now, Stay in me. your goddamn homes! <laughs> now, pardon me, I'm gonna go cough on some Target employees. God. Now, see, that is, that's different. There's a difference. Yeah. Yes, you have to go grocery shopping. Yeah. You have to go... You have to get outside and go walk around. You, yeah. you have to. Like, that. that's... Being... Part of being healthy is still... Being active, that is not what this means. What it means is that you don't need to have your hair cut right now. You don't need to go out every single day to the grocery store. You don't need, you know, you need to be a little bit more considerate, wear a mask, wear gloves, stay six feet away from people, and as much as you can, just stay home. Yeah. God. It's it's not that hard, and I don't understand it. But it seems like, it does seem like people are starting to... At least well, see, I, I, I see. I think the thing is that, like, I think a lot of people are. The people that aren't are just very vocal about aren'ting. <laughs> and I'm gonna phrase it that way because it sounds dumb, but they sound dumber. So there. Yeah. <laughs> so meh. Yeah, so meh. Uh, but where can they actually find us? <laughs> they can find us. <laughs> 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 oh. on twitter at sword in boardcast same thing with instagram if you have uh requests send us a line on those or at our email sword and board sword and boardcast at gmail.com our theme song is goblin road trip by ryan boyd you can find them at at ryan boyd on twitter our logo is done by Wes Forbes. We are on Podbean and Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Stay safe. Stay yes. indoors. Watch some goddamn TV. And 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 some terrible movies. And all will be right in the world. Um, and and stay good to each other. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good one. You too.